This is the Courtney for Life podcast. Simple, real, and relatable audio bits on lifestyle, nutrition, and fitness. Grab a plate of tacos and let's chat. It has been way too long since I've recorded a podcast. And to be completely honest, like doing podcasts are one of my favorite, probably if not the most of my favorites method of like communication and putting stuff out in terms of like everything, um, in terms of any kind of social media, whether it is YouTube videos or TikToks, even though TikToks only like competition related shenanigans, um, or anything on, on Instagram as well. Yet I am very much not consistent. Like I think a podcast was one of the last things that I've, I've done. And a couple days ago, I don't know like where this thought came from or what actually triggered it. But a few days ago, I was like, why don't I just do podcasts? Like whether it's a weekly thing or just something like a little bit more consistent of just like shenanigans, but, but obviously like beneficial shenanigans. So like almost like a wrap up of things that are going on in my life. I have all these like different elements or different avenues of communication and content I put out. But sometimes I feel like I might share something on Instagram, like on my stories, whether it's about training or whatever, but then it's gone after 24 hours, but I don't feel like it, it deserves a post that stays on my profile for like ever, you know? So I'm like, I just don't know where, I just don't know where all of these little things go. So this is going to be my little mashup of, of just stuff. And I don't know exactly what the structure is going to be, but I feel like I have all just like these little notes that I want to get out there. So this is going to be kind of like not even a revamp or like a new season, if that's what you want to call it, of my podcast where I'm just talking about things, whether it is prep or client related or my own mindset or my training or things that are going on in my life that I just want to share. And this is this is my space to share. So we're going to dig in. I have no idea where this conversation is going to go, but I hope you're I hope you're ready for it. So the first thing that I want to talk about is I did a tarot card reading and I very briefly talked about this on Instagram on my stories. And then I was like, I'm not really going to tell you what it was all about because it was really personal. But then I was like, shit, there's so much goodness like amongst all of that. And it was just really exciting. So I kind of want to unpack a little bit more. So my friend Jess, her Instagram is fit and flexed. I will put her in the show notes below if you want to send her a message and get her to do a card reading for you. It was like so fucking good. Now, Jess and I have been friends for honest to goodness, like 15 to 20 years. Like it has been a very long time since I, I, since I started like not partying, but like going to the bars and stuff. So she has been with me. She's been with me frigging through everything, but she knows a lot about me. So when she had offered the opportunity to do a tarot card reading, I was like, she already knows a lot about me. So how can I ask questions without her kind of like, and it wouldn't be like directly, she wouldn't intentionally be doing it, but like subconsciously be like biasing how she views the cards, you know? So I'm like, how can I ask like good questions without them being really personal or like personal for me, but she doesn't even know, like secretive almost. So I, she was like, let me know like what kind of questions you're, or you you want to ask or if there's anything specific. And I'm like, I don't even know what kinds of questions to ask. So of course I went on to Google and I'm like, tarot card questions. And there was like 
there's lists and lists and pages and there's like 100, 101 questions you can ask at your tarot card. So I went through a bunch of them and I, I pulled inspiration from those and then obviously put them on my own meanings. So I asked like different categories and honestly, like you don't have to follow this structure. I'm not saying this is what you have to do if you're doing a card reading, but I was like, I want to dabble in like a, a little bit of like all the areas in my life. So I asked personal, I asked health, I asked relationship, business, and then like competition stuff. And every question I asked kind of had like a little a little bit of a tie-in to all of the other ones as well. So everything was like really, really connected. It wasn't too like scattered or blocked out. It was, it was very organized. Um, but one of the, I want to like kind of go through a couple of the questions that I asked because I just feel like they're so good. So one of the personal questions I asked was like, where am I playing small? And it wasn't like business or specific. It's just like, where in my life can I like do things better? And then regarding health, um, so I have recently talked about my hormonal health and my hair regrowth journey, and I've talked about my hormone replacement therapy in the pellet, and then I'm working on thyroid regulation, and I'm now transitioning out. Of, like, I'm not going to be getting the pellet anymore. I'm going to start doing a topical treatment with my hormones. It's like all over the place. So I'm like, how, one of the questions I asked was like, how can I address, address or improve a particular health situation. And I did not say anything about that. Um, but she gave me like really good responses. I feel like I could, I could really dig into the responses or the cards that she gave me and what she was seeing, but I feel like you wouldn't like, it, it doesn't really benefit you, you know? Um, but asking, asking really good questions. So regarding my business, I said like, what area should I lean into more to improve my success? As an entrepreneur, I tend to question myself if I'm doing enough, where can I be doing more? And because my mind is very creative, I'm always thinking of these new things. And I, I don't want to get into like too many different mini business ventures. And then I'm not putting enough energy into like one thing. Um, and then also like regarding competition, I was like, how can I lean into discomfort right now? Because I had recently mentioned um, it was more so regarding like eating a certain amount of calories and the weight gain that I'm having over the last couple of weeks and just like not, I don't feel like I'm thriving. I have felt like I have felt thriving before and this just isn't it. Like I just feel really, really uncomfortable. And all of the questions that I asked, she gave me very positive answers, which was always like reassuring. She's not going to be like, oh, here's the death card and like Satan's going to come visit you next week. Like that wasn't it at all. But she, she gave me very positive responses, which is great. And the overarching view or concept or like the TLDR with all of this was like, everything that you're doing is, is right. You're moving in the right direction. You're not so distracted that you're not moving forward. She's like, everything that you're doing in your life right now, you are giving like a really, really good effort and you are making forward progress. She's like, but you need to slow the fuck down. And I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> like I talk about that all the time and I'm like, wow. And here's the cards telling me like, you need to rest. Um, you're, you're pushing too much. You're picking too many things. You need to like slow down a little bit. You, you need to continue to focus on celebrating all the progress that you've made, but like, don't be running so far 
fast forward that like you trip up on your own feet. And she's like, you just need to take rest days. You need to like slow down. Um, you need to like offload responsibilities, pick your battles. Um, she's like, pick what's most important to you. And she's like, ask yourself, what do you need? And I'm like, man, if there was like one thing that tarot card reading session could have like pulled out and it was like saying, what does Courtney need? I'm like, that was a win. That was a win for me. But anyway, Jess was amazing at reading cards. She was just so good about it. I loved her perspective on everything and the follow-ups. So she had like kind of asked me questions because she's like, okay, well, maybe I want to get a little bit more clarity on certain things. But anyway, if you've never done a tarot card reading, I would absolutely recommend it. I have nothing else to compare it to. Like Jess is the first one I've done a tarot card reading with, but it was amazing. I felt really comfortable with her outside of like her being a really good friend, but it was just really good. So if that's something that you're into, like go for it. It, it was really cool. And then how you interpret those responses, it, there was nothing like leading that, oh, if you do this, then your life is going to change kind of thing. But it just, it helped me to think about where I am because yes, I am a very organized person and I'm always thinking like 20 steps ahead, but I'm like, what if I just need to slow down right now? And like one step at a time, like not five steps at a time. So it was, it was really nice. Um, and that was about two weeks ago. And it's really helped me over the last couple of weeks, like really slow down as needed. There's a time and a place to go hundred, but you cannot be going hundred percent all of the time. So days that I've had rest days, I actually took an extra rest day from the gym a couple days ago because my body was just like shot. And it really, that morning I woke up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm sore. And I'm supposed to be training legs again. And like my quads are on fire. I, I feel like if I didn't have that tarot card reading and if I didn't have that thought in my mind, like you need to fucking slow down and rest, I probably would have gone and trained. And that, that could be like the silliest little thing, but that made such an impact for me. And I just wanted to share that with you. So I totally believe in manifestations. I do my little meal mantras. If you've ever like seen me talk about it, I talk about it on, on my TikTok. Um, it was something that came about during competition prep, but it's something that I've just like learned to love. And I will repeat mantras to myself throughout the day and I attach it to a habit so it's habit stacking. And I say almost like a little prayer or manifestation or just like give a little moment of slowing the fuck down during every meal. And it's turned into a habit because I'm doing it five times a day for the last like six, eight months. So it's easy to do for me. And if I miss one or whatever, like it's not that big of a deal, but it's just, it, it's a grounding. I don't even know what the word is but it grounds me or it attaches to something instead of just like on my to-do list being like, oh yeah, I need to manifest every day. It's like, no, you need to actually attach it to something so that it sticks. Now manifestations, I did have a client reach out to me a couple, like a couple weeks ago. And she was like, how do you do your manifestations? Like I say things, but it never comes to reality. Like how, how does that work? And one of the really big things that I had told her, I was like, you have to fucking believe what you're saying. Like, I can just wake up in the morning and be like, I am going to manifest richness. But if I'm not actually taking action every single fucking day, multiple times a day, that is clear on how I'm going to get rich, how I'm going to make money, how I am going to put in work every single fucking day to start building the income, 
then it's not going to happen. Like you can just say things, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. And if you truly don't believe in that wholeheartedly, it's not going to fucking happen. So making sure that the shit that you're saying is realistic and in alignment with your current present self. Um, I think it's, it's easy to say things, but if you're not taking the action and truly with like your whole entire existence, believe that it is for you, it's never going to happen because deep down there's like one little morsel of you that knows it's not real. And that just breaks everything. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to the uncomfortableness that I have during prep right now, because that is something that is happening to me every day. And there are a lot of competitions happening right now, whether they're on my team, a lot of my teammates on Atlas Bodybuilding, they have recently competed. I would say most of them are done for the year. They did like one or two shows and like, that's kind of it. And not just them, but there are, I'll be completely honest, there are some of my teammates who have been struggling post-show and I've had talks with them, not coming from a place of power, but coming from a place of experience because like, fuck, do I ever wish that so many things I have learned, I wish I had someone to help me and guide me. And like more often than not, things in my life, like growing my business and transitioning from a power lifter into a bodybuilder and getting married and moving to another country and like all of these drastic things that I've done, I've done them all on my own and just fucking figured it out along the way. Like I had nobody guiding me and saying like, oh, do this. Like I didn't have mentors or anything like that. So when I, when I try to like encourage and have conversations with people, whether they are my teammates or their clients or they're just friends, like I care so much. And it's like, I want to tell you because I don't want you to fucking struggle because I know what the struggling end of it is. And it sucks. Like it really, really sucks. Prep is always going to be hard. It is always going to be uncomfortable. And every time you go through a new competition prep experience or phase, you learn something that gets easier, but then the requirements or expectations or standards go to a new level. It it, I've done what, like six or seven preps. It has never gotten easier. In fact, every single time it's gotten harder. I was crying to my husband in my last competition, like leading up to it and me trying to explain it to him because like, obviously he's not a competitor. He's not an athlete. And there is a slight language barrier. Like sometimes that we have to account for is for me to try to explain like how much I'm struggling. I was like, I want to quit. Like I, it's so fucking hard. Every time it gets harder, it gets harder, it gets harder. And he does, he sees a lot, but he does not see everything. And there are just some things you cannot explain until you're in it. And if you know, you know, but if you don't know, like, I know that you respect and support and everything, but like, man, prep is always going to be hard. And how I see it, a lot of people want to compete. It's much more common these days than it was a few years ago, five years ago, fucking 10 years ago. And one thing that I am constantly still seeing is how much people struggle post-show. And this is not throwing shade at anybody who has had a binge or a horrible reverse or have struggled or is currently struggling. But it is insight in being like, yo, we have help. We have a team. 
anybody will help you. Like fucking reach out to me. If I've never talked to you before and you're like, I'm struggling post-show, like send me a message on Instagram or send me an email right now and be like, I'm struggling. Can we just talk about it? Like I might not be able to solve all your problems, but maybe I can provide a little bit of insight. A good coach will help you post-show. I feel like that's almost like a non-negotiable. It's like you don't pay until competition day. You pay until like two weeks or months afterwards, if that's what you need. And I was having a conversation with, it was actually two of my teammates. And we basically came to like a mutual understanding is like, if that's how you handle post-show, you're not ready to compete. I feel like in competition prep, any possible tiny little challenge or conflict or mental battle or unhealthy relationship you have, whether it's with food, whether it's body dysmorphia, whether it's with your spouse or your friends, any itty bitty thing in your life gets fucking amplified to the nth degree in prep, like non-negotiable. It is going to get amplified. If you have a slight sweet tooth craving, it is going to get amplified in prep. If you have a slightly shitty, (laughs) slightly shitty, is that even a thing? sex life, it is going to get amplified when you are in prep because your energy is going to get tanked. And that's going to be the last thing on your mind. Like anything that you struggle with, it's going to be amplified. So if you do, if you fuck man, like, Oh, I could go on fucking forever for on this and I'm not going to go on too much longer. But if you do not have all of your little checks in place, you're not ready to compete. And again, that's not throwing shade, but that's like trying to help you avoid the shitty situation afterwards. And that's why I created, I'm not plugging, but I will plug here, is I created a program called Pre-Prep Coaching. And it's basically all of this fine detail work. It's like that middle ground between I'm going to start a prep and I just want to eat better and train harder for lifestyle stuff. So if you're like in that lifestyle phase and things are pretty good, you're flexible dieting, but sometimes you don't track or sometimes you don't work out because you're traveling, like all of that stuff. If you're into that, that's cool. But if you want to go from that to prep, that pre-prep transition, holy shit, that is all of the stuff I wish I had. And I actually put two of my friends through it who one is competing soon and one did compete and they both found immense value in it. So it just takes all of those little itty bitty problems And we work on them so that when you're actually ready to get into a prep season, it's like the hard work is done. Not Okay, no, no. I retract that. Hard work is not done, but you've definitely grown and improved to reduce any possible issues. Let's move on. I'm just going to put a hard stop on that. We're going to transition into, I want to talk about my hair and hormones. So I have two previous podcasts and I will link them in the show notes regarding my hormones. For the last like four years now, I've been getting hormone replacement therapy. And that is from a natural standpoint. That is not coming from an enhanced athlete standpoint. All of my sex hormones right now, well, naturally are like zero. Like a 60 year old man has more estrogen in his body than I do. I'm not being exaggerating when I say that, like I am actually serious. So I cannot have kids. I'm fine with that. I don't want kids, but all my tester, my testosterone, estradiol, progesterone, my DHEA, they're all like, they're zero, like they're invisible. 
So I'm okay with like not getting my period. I'm okay with like how I am, but I know like there are problems that come up with it because I have osteopenia, which is like pre-osteoporosis because I don't produce enough estrogen on a regular basis to support healthy bone density. So I will fast track all of this. So I've been getting hormone replacement therapy in the form of pellets for the last like four-ish years now. And it's been going great, but I have to get, when we think about it, I have to get a pellet inserted into my glute muscle once every four months. I feel like there's about one month afterwards where usually I feel like shit. And then there's about mm, two or three months where I start to feel better. And then I have to do it again. Can you imagine getting your glute muscle cut open four times a year and you're trying to build that muscle? Like the amount of scar tissue accumulation, the amount of physical stress on it, the amount of like ups and downs and the downtime that I have to have to recover, not only from the actual incision because I have to take like a week off of training. And when I'm a bodybuilder, that's very difficult to do when I have to train glutes like three times a week. It's, I, w- I was talking to my new doctor about it and he's like, it just doesn't make sense. And I'm like, let's just not do this anymore. So we haven't started anything yet, but we're going to go the topical route and we are going to apply hormonal creams, basically just rubbing them into my skin twice a day. And we're going to be doing that. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. And I will, I will keep updates on that. We're also working on my thyroid because my thyroid's kind of shot. And I knew that my thyroid was shot like a few years ago, but it's always been like, it's manageable. And the symptoms that I have, I just, I just thought it was normal, which it's not. So we're working on thyroid right now. We're trying to actually boost my thyroid up a little bit, like my T3 and T4, and seeing how that has a spillover effect in my sex hormones. So we're kind of playing like this experiment game. It should be helping my hair regrowth health. And I think I was losing a lot of hair. I don't know exactly what's causing it, but it's something in the hormones. Um, Because when I had like a pellet insertion last year, like chunks of hair were falling out. And it's been like a one year struggle. Because the thing is, when you get a pellet inserted, you can't do anything about it. You can, even after 24 hours, you cannot remove that pellet. That's like already starting to dissolve in your body. So I've just been going and growing through hormonal situations. And to be completely honest, the last year, I pretty much like felt like garbage, whether it is like fatigue and low sex drive and fuck, man, I just feel so bad for my husband because like he's had to deal with that and like losing my hair and just so many, so many things. But um, I also do have a YouTube video, which I will also link in the notes on the hair regrowth that is happening. We're doing microneedling um, or dermapen. And we're doing that in my scalp. Obviously, like it takes a very long time for hair to regrow. So I, it's been three-ish months since we started that, but I'm only, I'm getting that done once every like, I'm getting two little things done. We're doing injections, which happens once every six weeks. And then I'm getting the microneedling, which is once every three weeks. So I don't see results very quickly, but my doctor is saying that things are going well. And I think when all of the um, pellet, like the fake hormones, the bioidentical hormones are kind of out of my system, we're going to see a lot of hair regrowth, just like a lot better. So I just, I wanted a place to share that and do like a quick little update. 
And then I have all of like these little nuggets and I don't really know where they go. So this is my little rapid fire on just like little things that I love or little things that I feel like need to have a space somewhere on my social world. And this is where they're going to go. So this is my little rapid fire that's going to end off the podcast episode. And just like a lot of it is just like things that I love. So a training tip that I love right now is I've been implementing slow eccentrics, which is the, if we're talking about a shoulder press, like the slow press up. Not just like we usually, when we apply a tempo, we apply a tempo that goes from like the contracted position, like back down to like the reset, but I'm doing it like the reverse or just adding in like more of a tempo with work. So with a leg extension, let's just say we're sitting and we flex our leg or we extend our, our, our legs up, right? We usually do that fairly quickly. And then we go slow on the way down. I'm going slow on the way up and the slow down. So I'm increasing the time under tension for each rep and set for the muscles, which has been like just absolutely destroying every single muscle in my body. But it's really making me so connected with my training sessions. And I'm just like friggin' loving them lately. So that is just something that I'm loving in my training. Um, and then regarding my training now, I know that we always shit on motivation and yo, if you are motivated by something, fuck yes. Like lean into that shit. I think so many people are like, oh, well, fuck motivation. Like, I don't even want the motivation. It's just bullshit. It's going to fade. Like, but yo, when you get it, like fucking ride it out. Absolutely. I think that's such a great thing. Um, so one thing that's really keeping me motivated right now, and it's not even just for my workouts. Like I, I really enjoy all my workouts right now. Sometimes I will go through phases where I'm just feeling friggin' burnt out in my training but something that motivates me right now is my countdown to my next competition. And I have 77 days, but I, I, and when I put numbers and dates to it, like 77 days are like, okay, that's three months away. Like I have 11 weeks. I have plenty of time, but I'm like, okay, I have 58 workouts, 29 of those now 28, because I just did one of my workouts today is lower body day. I have 28 more chances to grow my glutes. I need to get my shit together you know? So it, it makes everything, it like amplifies everything in a good way. And if that's, what's motivating me, like, hell yes, absolutely lean, lean into the motivation. Now, one of the current foods that I am loving, which is like, I feel like it's like this little forgotten ingredient raisins. And I love the Mexican version of it. They're called uva pasas, <laughs> fucking uva pasas, just so amazing. And so right now I'm trying to increase my caloric intake and I was trying to keep my ingredients the same, but just increase like the volume. And I was just feeling like an overstuffed tamale. Like I was not feeling good at all to the point where like I was almost crying to my coaches and I'm like, I can't do this. And then I went to the grocery store and I went down the aisle and I saw raisins and I'm like, oh my God, brilliant. I'm still getting some fiber because I don't want to fill up on too many like sugary or empty carbs. And I'm like, there's a little bit of fiber in it. There's absolutely sugar in it, but I'm like, they're so dense and they're not going to fill me up and make me feel stuffed. So current food that I'm loving raisins, don't sleep on them. Go get yourself some raisins or some dried fruit. Um, a supplement that I'm loving right now. And I know there's going to be so much shade at this Canadian protein BCAAs. They have this like new rocket pop flavor. Holy friggin' shit. I think that is something that motivates me to, to work out right now is like, I love that. And honest to goodness, even if BCAs don't work, which everyone has their own opinion on it, that's cool. I love putting that in my intra-workout drink 
it just, it helps me drink more water. I get really excited to work out and I just love the flavor. Like it is so freaking good. So go get you some. They're so good. And one thing that I am not loving right now are the return of bell bottoms. I'm just going to like completely throw that out there. I am not, I don't know. I'm just not loving them. I'm seeing people wear them and I'm like, I, I, I can't do it. And it has nothing to do with the fact that it's constantly like in Fahrenheit, like a hundred degrees here. And I can't even like grasp the concept of wearing pants. But even if I was in a country where pants were required, no, I would not get back into them. I I just can't. It just irritates me. Okay. Anyway, if you're still here, thanks for hanging out with me for the last like 30 minutes. If there are certain things that you want me to talk about, I am, I am all open for this. This is just like rambles. I barely have notes. It's just like shooting the shit. So I'm here for that. If you're listening, thank you for hanging out. And I hope you're having a great day. I hope you're eating tacos, being a good person, smiling. And remember that everything you're doing is working on building your best self. Okay, that's it. I will talk to you later, strong friends. I'm putting the peace sign on my forehead and I am signing off. Thanks for being here. There are so many ways you can show me your support, like subscribing, take a screenshot and share this on Instagram, or send me a taco donation.